Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Money Talks 50 Plus. My name is Rebecca Pearl. I'm your host and program specialist with AARP Elderwatch. I am thrilled to bring you this week's episode, which is all about retirement savings. I sat down with Martin Booker, a program manager at AARP, who leads various financial education initiatives about investing, social security, and budgeting for the organization's membership base. After receiving a master's degree in social work at the University of Connecticut, followed by the completion of the Certified Financial Planner Program at Georgetown University, he has provided individual and group coaching services, classes, and leads workshops about credit, investing, retirement planning, and other finance-related topics. Martin, we are thrilled to have you on today. Thanks so much for joining us. Hello, Martin. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are thrilled to have you talking about retirement. And let's just jump right in. When is it time to start planning for retirement? Yep. All right. So um, one of my favorite things to say is that we we plan. I always tell people plan for your last day of work every day that you're there. So when we think about retirement planning and uh, when to start, I always say, you know, start right away. And if you haven't started, just um, begin, begin now and start to think about, um, you know, all parts of what you're going to do in retirement and what your retirement lifestyle is going to look like now. Now is the right time if you haven't started already. I really like that. Start planning every day like like it's your last day there that's that is a good piece of advice for folks and what are some steps that people nearing retirement should start to take in preparation so let's say you know you've been working for 30 years and and you're about to be eligible for retirement what what should it start doing yeah yep so one of the things i'd say one of the first things to think about is um just your your desired retirement lifestyle. So you know when you re- retirement could look completely different from your day to day work, right? So you're you know now um, you may be commuting in every day. You may be you know spending time kind of prepping lunch and doing doing all these different things that you um, that you do you know day to day as you as you're working. Well, you know retirement could look completely different than that. And for you, one of the thing one of the first things that I, I tell anyone to do is to just think about what does that lifestyle look like? Are you going to, you know, replace those commuting hours or those uh those working hours with volunteer hours? Are you going to start to travel a little bit more? Uh do you want to just stay home and spend time with family um and just enjoy, you know, some some days um being being of service to your family, you know, dri- driving the the grandchildren to and from school or um, just kind of, you know, using some time to read and leisure, whatever you, ch- you want to do. Um, you want to think about that first, because um, those are those are, there's going to be some dollars attached to, to whatever that decision is. And you want to make sure that you've thought through, you know, am I living a more conservative lifestyle or more something, something very similar to what I'm living now? Or am I living a much more lavish and fun lifestyle? Am I traveling a lot more and spending spending more than I, than I may have been spending? So first thing, think about that that lifestyle that you want to live, um, because it's it's that's going to matter. But then also um, consider your when you in preparation start to look at your current retirement savings. So you want to think about how much have you currently saved? How how long might that last you? And then um, you want to look at um, and oh, and in doing that. 
I always say to look at the, to use a retirement calculator. AARP has a great one. Um, any any brokerage account that you use. So when you think about the you know where your retirement funds are being kept, those companies they're going to have a retirement calculator that you could use and um, just kind of plug those numbers in, and they'll give you an idea of how long your savings might last based on um, based on that desired retirement lifestyle. So do that. And then another thing is to review your social security record. That's going to be one of those um, helpful tools that you're going to use is, is kind of just knowing, you know, what, what should I expect from social security? How much am I estimated to receive from social security so that you can start to think about and plan um, how much you're going to collect in social security? Because that's um, and or, or when you're going to start collecting, because there's so many factors um, with Social Security. So take a look at that record. Go to your My SSA account or create your My SSA account at, um, at socialsecurityadministration.gov or ssa.gov um, so that you can take a look at those numbers. But um, these are some of the things when you're preparing. Look, take a look at the numbers. Think about the lifestyle you want to live. Um, and you're looking at your numbers for retirement and Social Security. And do you have any tips on when is the best time for folks to take social security or is it just based on your situation? Yeah, that's a great question, Rebecca. So when we think about social security, um, you know, so here's, here's kind of the breakdown. I want to break the numbers down for you. So the, the earliest that you can collect without, um, without any type of penalty or, or reduction in your, in the amount of social security that you take is going to be 62. So you can start collecting as early as 62, but your um, your benefit, that's going to be, let's say, your, your, the lowest amount that you're going to collect um, if you start collecting. That's what they call your minimum retirement age. Um, then at um, between 66 and 67, you're going to hit your what they consider your full retirement age. Um, and at your full retirement age, this is when you're collecting your actual, the, the benefit amount that you would collect without any additional reduction. So between 62 and 66 or 67, so minimum retirement and full retirement, you're, you're gonna have a reduction if you collect um, before full retirement age. And the last number that you'll, you'll get is 70. 70 is when you can collect your maximum benefit. This is the most that you're gonna get because after your full retirement age, you collect 8% per year for every year that you don't collect Social Security. Um, in addition, you collect an additional 8% per year. So it's like a, an additional bonus for not collecting. Um, so, you know, you're, it's gonna pay for you to wait, but wait, um, when, you, when you decide to collect, it's gonna be based on, on you, you know, your financial situation, your health, your life expectancy, all of these are important things to think about when you decide um, how much to collect. So, you know, I always tell people it, it definitely pays to wait, but of course you have to factor in what matters and what, um, what's gonna make sense for you. That's a really good point, factoring in life expectancy, health, and then also how long you want to continue working. Moving on to a little bit about timeline. When is it time to retire? How do, how do you determine when makes sense? You know, we have this average age of 65, 66, 67, which most people try to hit in retirement. But what about earlier, later? How should folks make those decisions? That's a, that's a great question. And, and um, you know, for some of us, we, you know, we may be re ready to retire much sooner. Right. Um, and, you know, if we if we're all lucky enough, we, we could stop tomorrow. That'd be that'd be amazing. But um, that may not always be the case. Right. So um, one of the things I always say, you know, 
in, in choosing when to retire, it's, of course, it's a personal decision. It's going to vary for all of us. But um, the, one of the things that matters the most is the numbers. So you're going to be able to look and determine when to retire based on what you've currently saved, how long you're going to be retired um, or how long you, you know, you'll you'll um, be retired. You know, so the, the sooner you, you retire, you know, based on. Um, you know, we, for most of us, we don't know how long we'll be around, but you know, that that's going to, um, uh, take into account what we, what we, what we're going to do. And then in, um, in some cases, I remember when I used to do a lot of, um, just planning and coaching, I would meet with people in these phenomenal careers where they just didn't have plans to retire. Right. It's like the idea is, you know, I'm, they, they moved into academia and, and they're like, we work until well into our eighties. We, you know, we, we continue to work. So, so we, you know, when we're trying to determine it's going to be a career decision and it's also going to be a financial decision. And in some cases it may be uh, partially an emotional decision. And, you know, if we're all lucky, we just hope that it's not um, just an involuntary case where we're, you know, where we're, where we're, um, um, kind of moved out of the workforce in a, you know, in a way that we didn't choose ourselves. But, um, you know, those are the different things to factor in the financial, emotional, and then your, your specific career. Um, but then, you know, in some cases you may decide you're going back into entrepreneurship and you want to try something completely different. I, I love watching folks decide to change careers completely and try something new um, after they've um, finished with their first career. It's almost like your second act. Right. So, um, you know, it's long, long story short, it's, it's going to be personal. But these are some of the things to factor in and, and to think about when making that decision. And that's where. For the financial part, those retirement calculators, they're going to help you out a lot in just crunching the numbers and being able to make the decision of can I, you know, can I successfully retire and live the lifestyle that you fully that you desire to live? Because that's what's important. Absolutely. Those are great pieces of information to take into consideration for making that decision. And then also, yeah, second acts. I love I love that. And we know just generally there's discrepancies between men and women in the workforce and then those also trickle down into retirement so women and men face different challenges and what are some challenges that women face in retirement as opposed to men yeah no that's a that's a really good question rebecca the i'll tell you one of the first so typically um on average women are women are living longer than men so when we think about you know, life expectancy in general, on average, we're seeing um, women live longer. So what that that's going to mean that you, you have to have savings typically for a longer period of time or you're, you're funding your retirement for a longer period of time than men. And then a few others are um, women tend to survive their spouse, which which tends which leads into number one. Um, um, you know, so you're typically gonna gonna survive your spouse. If we're looking at the at what may be a benefit in that case, it, it's gonna be that you will receive, um, you may receive like spousal benefits from Social Security, right? So when you're thinking about how do I now live without both incomes, then you may you may have to um, you may be taking out some death benefits and additional spousal benefits from Social Security because you've outlived your spouse. Um, but some of the other things that that can be um, a, a challenge and things that you want to start preparing for now is that women you, you'll tend to um, um, the life lifetime earnings can in some cases be less than men right depending on you know when you started in the workforce we know that there's been um, 
uh, statistically women have have uh, made less than men over time. So you know, we and we're it's great to see that some of these things are starting to change. We're starting to see women that are um, really uh, making significantly more, um, and these things are, are changing. But over time, that that's been a thing. And when we think about things like social security, that's going to be um, calculated on your highest 35 years of earnings. Um, so if, if those beginning years were, were lower paid years, then your social security benefits are going to come out le um, lower. Um, and then women, they tend to be eligible for less social security benefits for that reason. So the, that, the, that highest 35 years on that average of your highest 35 years of earnings may tend to be a little bit less. And then lastly, one of the other things that can be um, that can um, affect women in retirement or one of the challenges that women can face is the idea of caregiving. If you took some years off to care give um, for children or in, in a lot of cases, women tend to be the caregivers for their parents and things like that, um, that can affect your, your retirement contribution. So the amount that you were able to fund or contribute to retirement when you took those years off. So, you know, these are some of the things that could lead to a little less a little less money in retirement. So these are things to think about now. I'll say, you know, if you if you're listening to this podcast and you're having that conversation with uh, younger family members, you want to be you want to start to have those conversations and just mention some of the some of the challenges that women tend to face. I, we always love those intergenerational conversations where you're sharing some of the things that you faced um, and, and, you know, helping younger generations to take heed to what could happen. Or if you're listening to this and you are in that position where you're, you know, you want to factor these things in so that you're, you're um, so that you can save and prepare for retirement in the best way. These are also great points. And um, the challenges are quite large in some cases, especially when looking at the actual cost of retirement. Uh, potentially being more for women living longer, especially. So I'm wondering how much on average does it cost to retire? And then does that change when looking at the gender breakdown? So when we're thinking about, you know, what let's, let's like what we'll spend in retirement, let's let's start there. So we think about how much we're, you're going to spend. One of the rules, a great rule of thumb that we tend to use is the 80% rules, right? So um, and what they the way that that works is typically you want to you're going to end up needing 80 percent of your pre-retirement income when you leave your job. So at that time, you want to be and of course, that's, you know, it's going to be flexible based on the type of lifestyle you choose to live. But you want to be prepared for 80 percent. Right. Um, and to be able to pull from funds um, um, in retirement to match that point. So let's say if annual pre-retirement spending, your expenses are around 50,000, then you want to be able to have retirement income of 40,000 if you were going to use that 80% rule. So you're, you know, you have a little bit of a deduction of a deduction there um, because you're not paying into things like payroll taxes towards social security. You won't be adding money into your 401k or possibly other savings plans. Um, you may, you know, you're not buying, you're not taking care of dry cleaning bills, commuting expenses, things of that nature. So that's where that 20% is being deducted. Um, but if you're so if you're following that rule, you want to aim whatever you're currently spending pre-retirement annually, then you want to think about um, uh, deducting that to 80% so that you have an idea of what your spending might be. Um, 
and then using that. So, you know, I, I haven't really seen anything that um, shared that that would that would vary by gender. So um, I'd say, you know, that, that's kind of a good universal rule and one that we can all uh, use at this point. Yeah, I think that's a great rule. 80 uh, percent prepare for that. And it would make sense that it would be on a case-by-case basis as opposed to just this general average of it costs, you know, $60,000 for the average retiree. Um, That absolutely makes sense in that case. Um, So prepare for 80 is the, the way we are going to go. And so what should retirees or people preparing to retire have in order financially before they actually make that plunge into retirement? Yep. That's a great question. I'll say, you know, first, um, begin with, you know, to think about what to have in order one mentally. I always, um, always like to kind of start with just preparing like that mental and emotional part when it comes to retirement. The, you know, this is, you're going to move into a completely different lifestyle. Possibly you may, you know, you may not be as connected to your, to, to, to people socially as you were. So you have to think about that. You know, what, what, how are you replacing those social circles and what are you going to do now that you're not spending as much time in the office? If your job, if your purpose was heavily connected to the, to the work that you're doing, then what are you going to do now to kind of replace that? You want to think about those things. So, you know, not just, um, uh, and you know, that goes beyond just finances, right? Those are things that you want to just do for yourself so that you're not, um, you don't retire and then just look up one day and just think like, oh, man, you know, what am I going to do with myself? Right. So you want to think about these things. Um, it's almost like like transitioning into empty nesting. Right. Quite a new quiet house is, is a can be a scary thing. So imagine a day when you're not um, you're no longer working for money. You want to you want to prepare for that or that you're not just going in and spending that that those large amounts of time um, in the office with coworkers and, and colleagues and things like that. So that's one thing to, to, um, to think about in that case. The other thing is to, to prepare for this, this shift in your uh, pay frequency. This is gonna be something that may come your way, whereas you were getting paid um, um, uh, twice a month, right? Now you may just have this one check a month coming in. So now you, you may have to reschedule your, I mean, um, readjust your budget and and prepare for for spending in a different way um and and prepare for a possible um lower amount that you're that you're taking out per month or you know you want to you want to think about how you're going to spend down your retirement savings so you know what frequency are you going to withdraw those funds what does that look like for you when you think about your retirement lifestyle versus that that bi-weekly paycheck or that, um, you know, whatever, whatever schedule you are, you are being paid on. So, you know, these are a couple of things to think about. Prepare for it emotionally, prepare for it mentally. And when it comes to your budget, you're, you may have to completely shift how you budget and how you, um, how you withdraw funds in order to, um, in, in order to, um, in retirement. The other thing to think about is you want to make sure that you've thought about taxes. Um, there's, you know, things like talking to a financial planner or some financial professional to help you prepare. That's a good idea. If you haven't already sought one out, then, um, you may want to do so. AARP has a great tool called interview and advisor. And this tool is, um, is used 
to help you to seek out an advisor or just know what to ask when you're vetting an advisor. So that's a great way, great place to start. Another great tool to look at is our ACE Your Retirement tool from AARP. That could be a great way to just um, kind of start to take some steps to kind of understand retirement and think about um, how what retirement's going to look like for you. We will link those excellent resources in the show notes as well. So be sure to check those out. And what are some tips for preparing finances specifically as folks begin to reach retirement? Yep, that's a, that's a great question. Um, so some great tips for preparing finances. Um, so as you, you start to reach retirement, you want to, to just um, take those steps and make those make those plans. One, um, because you're, you may start to live on a little bit less at this time, this is that time when you want to put in some of those great daily savings tips. Um, AARP does a great article called 99 Ways to Save, and it kind of breaks down all of these phenomenal ways that you can save money um, <clears throat> while you're in retirement so that you can start to think about that. But, um, you know, things like things like just, you know, reducing spending on utility bills. That's a great thing to think about as you're heading into retirement, because while, you know, you may be home more. So now you're, you're spending more, but you may want to cut some of those expenses just a little bit so be, be, as your as your income is starting to change. So you want to think of always we got to think about um, when we think about our budget, we think of two things. You can you can always increase your income or you can reduce your expenses. Those are kind of your your main two spaces. And the margin in between those two is what's going to help you to, to do things like pay down debt and things like that. So um, think about, you know, think about those. Um, um, you want to think about things like debt. You know, you can almost categorize it. Debt, savings. Um, and money making, right? If you were to kind of look at these different categories, how much how much debt can you possibly reduce uh, pr- prior to retirement? Because that's one less expense that you'll have to think about in retirement. Um, you know, the great thing about debt is that once you eliminate it, that's one bill gone, right? And that's one line item out of your um, out of your expense category. So let's look at some of those ways. When it comes to savings, what can we do day to day? Some really practical advice that we can have around savings. I always tell people simple things like, you know, breakfast is cheaper than lunch, which is cheaper than dinner. So now you may switch from, uh, you know, when you were working, you may have bought lunch every day. Now you're just going to, you know, maybe buy a coffee and, and a small breakfast because that's the cheaper meal. Take yourself out to eat for the for for breakfast, and then you're paying for lunch. And I mean, then you you pre- you prep lunch and dinner in order to save a little bit of money. Um, and then of course there are some ways you know in retirement if you kind of you know if you come you're at a point where you're like hey my expenses are a little too high you may decide to get into some uh, some small gig work in order to um, to just increase your income just a little bit. Um, as you prepare for retirement, if you want to save a little bit more as you get close to retirement, you may begin to do some gig work so that you can um, so that you can take advantage of things like the catch up rule in retirement. As you know, once you hit 50, you're able to put a little bit more into retirement um, than you were um, when you were under 50. And that's so that you can catch up um, and start to save a little bit more in retirement. And that money's being invested. And that's just giving you more and more savings for retirement. So these are a couple of things that you want to think about. Some of the things that you want to do as you prepare for retirement um, so that when you reach that point, you've adequately saved and you feel prepared um, or as prepared as you can be to live the lifestyle that you want. 
I am so glad you mentioned that 99 ways to save article because I love it and actually use those tips fairly often. Um, and also that breakfast tip is really great too. I had not thought about it like that. That's a really good point. And you know, as we're talking about budgeting and finances and going into retirement, how should retirees change their thinking around budgeting and expenses and saving? That's a great question. Yep. So in, because in that stage of retirement, you know, one of the things we mentioned earlier is that the frequency of pay, that's going to be one of those things that may completely change for you when you're, you're used to your own autopilot and you were just consistently saving you, um, your money came in, you, you know, you had your bills on auto pay that may change now. So you want to think about those types of things like auto savings and auto pay. Um, and you may have to adjust that a little bit because the money's not coming in as frequently as it used to. So you may decide to continue to save, but you may switch your auto savings to just the day that your your money uh, comes into your account, right? Or, or just once a month as opposed to twice a month. Um, so that's something to think about. Um, when it comes to how you budget, you, you may change your complete budget around to a system where you're budgeting on a um, um, budgeting based on the times that you get paid as opposed, you know, and now since the times that you get paid has changed, you have to change the um, the frequency of your budget. So that's something to think about um, your expenses. You may want to find, you know, look at all the things that are you're no longer paying for. You may not be paying for dry cleaning. Your commuting is gone. These are things that have disappeared. So now you're adjusting your line items to to um, accommodate that. So, you know, lifestyle change means that it's time to re to take a. Um, to readjust your budget completely so that you can um, still track your track your finances. Uh, my, my, one of my favorite things to say is to stay close to your money. So you want to look at that budget often. You want to look at it early. You want to budget ahead of time. But when, in doing so, you want to um, you want to it's going to adjust from the time that you was working to when you're not working. So you'll want to keep that in mind. Stay close to your money. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us today and for providing your wealth of knowledge. Um, this has been really, really great, and there's so much information here. Um, we will, again, have links in the show notes to all of the resources that were mentioned. And Martin, before we head out, is there anything else you'd like to mention today? Yeah, just one last thing. And, um, you know, we're talking about budgeting. We're, I mentioned debt. We're talking about ways to, to manage your expenses. One, um, one of the other things to think about is in retirement. And, you know, as we age, one of the, the biggest expenses that we come across is medical medical expenses. Well, AARP has one phenomenal tool that that's tackling and um, and helping you with all of these things. And it's called uh, AARP Money Map. And you know, within that tool, you have modules that focus on debt, modules that focus on savings, ones that focus on managing an unplanned expense. And um, it's, just, it's a great tool. It's gonna help you to navigate all of these different situations um, and in retirement or outside of retirement. So you wanna, you can think about it in multiple ways. It's a tool that you can use now and that you can continue to use over time. So check out aarpmoneymap.org. Um, 
um, and use that resource. You can start using that resource now. Pass it along to others because it's a phenomenal resource to help you during your financial journey. And just remember, the journey is a, when it comes to finances, it's a journey. It's never going to stop. Money's always a part of our lives. Um, so just continue to be on the journey. It's going to have its ebbs and flows, but try your best to just stay, stay connected to it, stay involved in it, and stay encouraged throughout. Thank you so much again. And, um everyone else tune back in next time for another episode of money talks 50 plus